Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Off nation! Let's go! Yo! <laughs> Let's go. Welcome into the DMVR postgame show. We are presented by Game Time. Look at this beautiful set. It is awesome. <laughs> Download the Game Time app, sign up with the code BUFFS, and you will get $20 off your first purchase. Um, that was a football game. Frustrating one, man. Who was there for them? For who? The Buffs. That's who we talk about on this show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They got to be there for themselves. <laughs> I think the gummies no, have kicked it, in. It was there for them, meaning this oh, game. I thought was you said the, who was there for yeah. them. What? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was it's already happening. <laughs> <coughs> no, my but no, the best said, friend I it, have. He said it was it was there for them. I don't know how that it and who could be possibly confused. It was, but it, the it, fact it that was, it happened to two people in this room is wild. I'm just waiting to see what chat says. Chat, you know what's up. <laughs> um, okay, <coughs> the Buffs lose 28 16 to UCLA. Travis Hunter, two picks. Uh, the Buffs only had 255 total yards of offense. All Over. of it was passing. Yeah, they had uh, 38 rushing yards. Um, biggest takeaway. Who wants to start? I'll go with it. Uh, man, I got several big takeaways though. Let me go, go to let me, let me go to let me go to a positive big takeaway. Okay, this team is going to be so damn good next year mm. when they have an offensive line. When we have an offensive line, there, there's there's the punchline. Mm-hmm. When we have an offensive line, when we have some upgrades to defensive line, this this is going to be a great team. I, I know we lost this game, but look at the first quarter. Look at the second quarter. Look at look going into halftime. You know what the what the data was. The the, uh, the stats were for the game. If you take every game we've lost this season, which has been four, there's only been one that we just absolutely lost, and that was Oregon. The other games, there were some woulda, coulda, shoulda moments in it that literally would have changed the outcome of the game. And this is coming from a program that was one eleven last year, got four wins this year, easily could have three on top of that by now. Arrow's uh, still pointing up with this program, but here's my big takeaway, the real big takeaway. Okay. We can't run the damn ball. I, we knew that, though. Okay, so that, that leads into my big takeaway, which is – and I do not want this to come off as a defensive Sean Lewis because I'll talk about him later. There's, nothing, there's no play to call for not being able to block. Absolutely. Uh, and, and so that – like I said, we'll get to the play calling uh, because I didn't think it was good either. But – there's no run, there's no pass, there's no anything that you can call for not being able to block. And look, we knew that UCLA had a really good defensive front, mm-hmm. and they flexed it on them. And there's so many times where you're thinking, oh, do this, do that, do the other thing. Um, and when you just can't protect, you just can't win. Uh, and if you, if you can't protect, you want to go quick. Okay, well, guess what? You know who knows that? UCLA knows you're trying to go quick, and they know that you aren't going to be able to go deep because you don't have the time to do it. And you know what? When Shador did get the time to go deep, he did it. 
And he connected, or they drew a defensive pass interference. But that was so few and far in between that they just weren't able to get anything done. They finally hit one to Zay. They're down there. They get to, what, like the 13-yard line, I think it was? Inside the 10. Yeah, okay, they're inside the 10-yard line. Well, three plays in a row, they, they can't block. Mm-hmm. And so it was so frustrating to watch that out there. And look, it, it – it, it, the hope for the offensive line kind of died tonight. Um, and you heard it in Coach Prime's presser. Yep. Uh, there was no – there's no magic fix. There's no player that you can switch. There's no rotation you can make. There's no anything that you can do to fix the fact that they could not block them. Yeah. And the best way to do it, as Coach Prime said, is to go get new guys. And that's, and that's why I wasn't frustrated tonight. It wasn't frustrating to me because what did we say on the pregame show? I hope you're right. I hope the offensive line is the dark horse and come through. But the reason you're picking them as a dark horse is because it was a dark I horse. Pick them as dark horse. Or whatever they picked as. We needed them to do what they're going to do, but they haven't done it all season long. I'll go to my old quote, Albert Einstein, never judge a fish by his ability to climb a tree. So you don't cuss at a fish because it can't climb a tree. You don't get mad at a fish because it can't climb a tree. It's a damn fish. It can't climb the tree. We have known probably since week three. Now keep in mind, we were three and oh, that we didn't have a talented overachieving offensive line because we were winning in spite of them. At some point that catches up with you. There's you can incre- incrementally get better, you know, weeks one and two, maybe three. But after that, you've peaked out. Mm-hmm. You know, you got in game experience, you got coaching, you got mixing and matching schemes, putting people in different positions. But at some point, the talent, no matter what the talent is, no matter what position the unit is, it has peaked out on its growth for this season. This is the literal best this offensive line is going to be. We're giving up somewhere between three and eight sacks a game. Deal with it. The only way to fix it, offseason, transfer portal. Recruiting, et cetera, et cetera. Now, here's the upside that I love. And I'll add one more thing to the offseason is these guys can, the guys who are there will have an opportunity to grow. They'll have an opportunity to work. And so I don't want to count all of them out. None of them have a chance to I'm gonna play tell you, next year. Yeah, they're going to have a chance because they're going to have some competition coming in to trying to take these spots from them. Yep. You know, I'm not saying everybody's gone or leaving or whatever. I'm saying that people are going to come in that give us competition and you're going to put the best players out there. Yeah. Right now, we have the best players out there with no depth. Come this spring ball and going into the next season, you're going to have competition in these positions, and you're going to have skilled people, more skilled people, at the ones and the twos. It's going to happen. Look at the scoring in this game, our past games, our losses. We are, like, right there from just being a dominant program. I know we lost. I know we're 4-4. Four and four. I, I get all that, so no one's, like, trying to – Suggest that, oh man, you know, you're just trying to put lipstick on a pig, dude. Th- this ain't a bad team. We just can't block. Yep. It, yeah. And I mean, there are of course other issues. Every team has issues, but that one is <coughs> it's is, the glaring one. It's holding this team back uh, yeah. from from reaching their potential, and it's it is fr- it's frustrating for me um, to see two on his back that much uh, because he is. So so good when he gets time. All right, we get ready to get frustrated next oh, week. Oh, I will be. Get ready to get frustrated the week after that, and I will be again. Yeah, it's like it ain't no need. Ain't no need to have no damn stroke over this. Like it's no. gonna happen. 
It is, but it, it, it doesn't stop bothering me because I know I, I want to see what these guys are capable of and, and when you do protect for him, um, amazing things happen. What was the score? 20 to 16. 28. They covered. 16. No, get, get this, though. Let's, like, let's, I know you're going to break down the game. We're going to get there. But think mm-hmm. about early in the game oh, yeah. if those field goals are touchdowns. Oh, yeah. We ain't even sitting here having this damn conversation about the line. I think at halftime they had – Four turnovers and six points. That and that was going to be my other big takeaway. Unless you want to take it, I, my big takeaway wasn't too different than your guys's. It's okay. Good programs, the top of the line college football programs have strong deep trenches, and this team absolutely has neither. Because we saw can run the ball. Yes, oh yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> but we saw them rotating guys in and out of the offensive line. They were trying to get anything going mm-hmm. there. They don't have from their best offensive line to the worst offensive line. It's not good enough. Yeah. Um, my other big takeaway relates to takeaways. Four takeaways in the game, and and they had zero, and they did not turn the ball over once. It is so rare to lose a game like that, and we we just went over why they lost it. Uh, but man, that defense did everything yeah. they could to give that offense a chance. And uh, the most glaring one is Travis's pick early in the game. You're up 3-0. He goes super scion, and <laughs> the same play as TCU. Left his man. Literally. Uh, to go intercept it and just makes an incredible play and gives you the best field position you had in the entire game, uh, and you're not able to turn it into anything. And that is where – I don't know if we're going to get into it, but that is where you can then talk about play calling. Because that is where it doesn't have a lot to do with blocking because you're in a good field position. And you you drove you know you you get good field position you're up three, and it wasn't a three that was like gift wrapped to you or something you know you went down that the was field the best drive of the game best drive of the game well, open and drive of the game and yeah. you you got three points out of it which should have been seven and then this one the same thing happens you know that's that's fourteen points you know, um, but I still say for me my takeaways this as I start off as a positive man the arrow is pointing so up. When you think, when you just break down each play or each possession or each court and go like with the woulda, coulda, shouldas, and how easy they are to fix. Because one of the things I love about this fix is if we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are. I don't know that I'm asking. It is not live on my end yet. How are you, Jake? <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> Uh, I don't yeah. think we are. You're oh, now we're, we're we are. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Are we? Yep. Oh, okay. You were talking. Cool. Sorry, technical difficulties. Wait, since we got stopped because of technical difficulties, can I just like, tell you guys why we're here right now and why it's so late? Sure. Sure. I mean, we Go know. Ahead. I no, thought no. you meant telling me. I just, I just wanted yeah. you know a little conversation. <laughs> uh, UCLA didn't want to give us a spot. They said. That there's no way we could do a show because the press conference closes an hour and a half after the game. Uh, RG pointed out that like if if the stadium isn't the schools, which in this case is true, um, they they're just like trying to get everyone out of there as fast as they can, and so uh, we were left to make our way back to the Airbnb, which is not necessarily that close to the Rose Bowl, and then we had to search the Airbnb to find the router. So we could have fast enough Wi-Fi to be able to do this show. Um, so our original plan for the set, which was a, a nice, comfy, laid-back couch setting, was nixed for 
the dining room and this yeah, lovely lovely painting. We are one for two in asking schools to record our show in their press box. Yep. So there you or go. One in for three. Now we're back. Don't, don't, don't you were saying something about Shane Cokes. What were you saying? It, it's Shane Cokes and the defense. Had a great conversation with Shane post game, but it was relative to once again. I mean, what did we give up? Almost 500 yards again? 487. Yeah, so we're still right there. But there's so – those stats can be so misleading, man. When you look at this game and look at the first quarter, look at the second quarter. When you look at how this defense was stopping them and holding them, forcing them three and outs, getting turnovers, you just can't keep a defense on the field 70, 75, 80, 82 plays and expect – something bad not to happen at some point. Give up a big play. I mean, you're winded, you're mentally fatigued, you're physically fatigued. You've been out there for 70 plays. Like, it, the impact that the stagnation of the offense, poor play from the offensive line, is actually putting more pressure on the defense in these games later on in the game. Yeah. There's w- one, you know, if we're just being nitpicky, uh, one time in the game where I was pretty disappointed in the defense, and that's the first drive right out of the half. Um, yep, two it, plays. It's very clear that UCLA went into their locker room and said, okay, this play worked and this play worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one was the whole shot. They ha- they got it right before the half, right before mm-hmm. uh, their fourth turnover of the half. Uh, and so they said, okay, let's go back to the whole shot. And then early in the game, he had the tight end wide open going mm-hmm. down the middle, yep. and he threw it over his head. And they said, okay, well, that one was open. We'll go right back to that one. Yep. Bang, bang, touchdown. Hats off to... Chip Kelly, his staff, and some of our past opponents as well. Because here's something they are doing great at that we're doing poorly at, and that's halftime adjustments. They clearly make adjustments that we don't make yeah. or that we don't anticipate doing. And they come out – I mean, you look what happened with, with Stanford in the second half. You look what happened with this team in the second half. Uh, you know, it's it's a tale of two different halves for the other team. Yeah. And – that was an e- one of the easiest halftime adjustments ever. It's just let's go run. When we come out, we're going to run the two plays that we know worked against the look they're giving us. Yeah, yeah. And what are the two plays we didn't turn it over on? Run yeah, those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it just man, it took the wind out of the sails um, because you know they went into half feeling really good and not feeling good actually. Um, they no. went in, they went into half no. um, feeling. Like it was right there for them because it was. They were. Yeah. They were absolutely. In the I game. think. I think both teams went into halftime feeling really good because no one had just destroyed played. the other one. Yeah. No one. You know, really everybody had. Well. A, everybody had a mathematical yep. chance. You know. Yeah. Uh, they missed a field goal. You know, Doink went off the upright. Uh, you know, it was it was anybody's game. I would say we clearly were the better looking team in the first half. We clearly had some kind of momentum because of the defensive turnovers we created. Uh, in that first drive for us to go down there to open the driving and get three points out of that. Uh, Mata had missed, you know, so you're thinking or feeling like we have the upper hand in this situation. But as you said, uh, RK, that first play and next play, you know, to open up the third quarter, like, all right, here's Stanford again. And, like, it it happened so fast that it really hurt more. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was like, oh, like we've been making them work for everything. Yeah, having opportunities. That was what, about forty-five seconds off the clock. Bang. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. Well, now, now we're in a position where we have to go and yeah. get it. Yeah, and chase it a little bit. And they were not. I mean, they were not in a position from an offensive line standpoint to do it. And was Jake? Were you the one who told me that 
from the, so they ran the ball. I want to get hold on. I want to get this right. I want to find the point in the fourth <coughs> quarter. Um, so that drive they scored the touchdown with Jimmy. Uh, this drive started at six thirty in the fourth quarter. More okay. than halfway through the fourth quarter. Savion Wilkerson rushed for eight yards. That play, that was the first true running play. The running back being handed the football and running straight forward since the last play of the first half. So, and that's that's one of the spots, man. Where you know my dad may rest in peace told me when two men agree on everything, only one man's doing the thinking. <laughs> and so, it's a damn good quote. Hey, man, rest in peace, Bar. pops. That's where I disagree. With Coach Prime on. Mm -hmm. I think that we do need to do more deliberate run plays. Now, he will say, his pushback will be, well, we tried a run play, and it resulted in second and 15. Yep, and that was. And and my my response is, we've done other pass plays that result in second and 15. Or worse. (laughs) Exactly, or worse. Like, taking the stack. So, at some point, I think to keep the defense more honest – to get a running back some juice and a rhythm going, to get an offensive line a rhythm going. Because I don't know if you know it out there, football people, pass pass protection and run blocking are two different things. Mm-hmm. And if like you it's ask a different mentality. Almost yep. any offensive lineman, they'll tell you they'd prefer to run block. They would prefer to yep. run block. And after successful run blocking, they actually get better pass blocking. Well, because it makes their job easier. <laughs> Thank you. So going I, forward is just going easier, easier than going backwards. It though. is. <laughs> so I just say, man, at some point, you guys, when we talk even off air and are texting each other, I don't care if it results in three and out, man. The way the impact it would have on the clock, mm-hmm. the, the mentality they would put into the running back in the, in the offensive line, man, give me three deliberate, not RPO, deliberate run plays in a row. And this is what I think frustrates me the most about Sean Lewis because you go back and watch Kent State film, and there's a – they are trying to run the football. Yeah. They are – I don't want to say establish it because, I mean, we know what the offense is based of. Sure. But they are trying to set the tone. They get downhill, like, even if it gets blown up. They they kept going downhill. Yeah. This year, I mean, as this game was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's – you can debate it all day long because I understand where Coach Prime is, is coming from. Whereas, like, if I know the run isn't working, then I'd rather just take my chances with the ball in two totally, hands. Totally get it. Uh, and and totally it wasn't working tonight. Yeah. The other side of it, though, is you got to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a tough thing to, to stomach from a play-calling standpoint because there is a chance that you're just burning a play. Yeah. Um, but zero runs in the second half when the game is – in the balance, because I'll just say by the time they decided to finally run it again, mm-hmm. was actually the time when they probably should have run it the least yeah. uh, because they needed three scores at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so zero runs in the second half when the game of the, is, is in the balance, is that's unacceptable. Yeah, man. Look, dude, I don't care how many Clay Thompson and Steph Curry hit. Basketball is always going to be more Inside. times than not more dominated by whoever is more successful closer to the basket. It's it's 10 feet off the floor. The closer you are to the rim, stati- statistically, the better you're going to do. So when you got a 6'10 to 7'2 guy, give him the ball. I don't care how dominant your quarterback is, and we have a damn dominant quarterback. At some point, to be successful in football, 
you have to be able to run the ball because of the impact that it has on the clock, the impact that it has on keeping the defense honest. So no matter what you're scheming or thinking about, which I get it, because it's like you were just saying there, okay, this is not a point like me disagreeing with Coach Prime because he's wrong or him disagreeing with me because I'm wrong. It's just like both people are right. You, you, you always want the ball in your best person's hands, and the best person is Shador Sanders. And then he gives it to the other best person is Travis Hunter. That's the optimum world. Yep. But at some point when you get up, like we were at Stanford, what a difference it makes in that Stanford game, hate to look back, if we were running the ball in the third quarter. They wouldn't oh, have oh, time to come back. That's why they – that is <laughs> exactly. The reason they lost that game – well, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. But one of the main reasons is they don't, they weren't in a – they don't know how to hold a lead mm-hmm. because they can't run the clock out. Yep. And the same thing happened in the balance of this game, whether it was the first quarter, second quarter, or the rest of the game. Because we can't run, the clock becomes favorable to the opponent. Yep. All right, hit a break. All right, shout out to hey, our friends at <laughs> – thank you. <laughs> Shout out to my friends. Did you see two savvy. of these or one? I saw one. Why? I was doing two of them. No, you weren't. <laughs> see, even when I'm right, I can't win. You can't. I, I don't know what else to say. Anyway, shout out to our friends at Soul Savvy. Um, Sneakerheads, if you're out there, head on over to the App Store, download Soul Savvy. It gives you all the latest news, releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. Uh, tonight, they dropped the Air Jordan 12 Curries. If you downloaded Soul Savvy, maybe you got some. But if you didn't, sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash DMVR. What are you laughing at? Don't worry about or it. Or head over to the App Store and download the Drops by Soul Savvy app. I thought they were cherries yesterday. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. When you told Coach Hart they were dropping the cherries today. They are day. the cherries. And then right now you said the Curries. Is that what I said? Yes. You said the curry. Oh, That's bad. what I giggled at because RG mouthed it. it it's fine. You're my fine. bad. <laughs> I was struggling to find that one. Uh, Hero bread. You love it. Hero bread. I need it. I need to get on a diet. <laughs> uh, shout out to Hero bread. It honestly tastes really good for being carbless. Because um, In and Out didn't have Hero bread. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. No. They didn't. Yeah. Which we did, we failed to mention that that was another reason the show started later than we anticipated. Yep, and yeah. we did look, go to In and Out. I you guys all get so grumpy when you're hungry, uh, <laughs> so I gotta make sure. No, all, it's all me. Of you. It's all of you. It's all. It of is you. Alyssa and Jake who get grumpy. <laughs> RG two, RG two. Oh my gosh! I like sometimes I just forget to eat, and I feel like I don't. I just operate the same. These people, if they're not on like a strict three meal a day, and perfectly Jake spaced get a nap, out schedule, you, you miss around and don't give Jake a meal and he doesn't get a nap. He's extra grumpy. So I knew I had to get some food in these people if I was yeah. going to spend the rest it of the is, night with them. Um, been a long two days. Speaking of Hero Bread, anyways, uh, if I'm going to keep making appearances on ESPN like I did tonight, I just <laughs> got to get yeah, this figure in, in, yeah. you know, intact. So uh, I'm getting back on the Hero Bread grind very soon. It's either that or get the new curries. Yeah. <laughs> Right Curry, now. sounds good. <laughs> right now, Hero Bread is offering the DMVR fam 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co and use our code DMVR to save on Hero Bread today. That is H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. By the way, you did say who in the beginning. That's what chat said. Dang. I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I, with I, you. Chat I is just, wrong. I'm chat is I wrong. just said curry while, like, basically seeing the words. So. Yeah, I, I, I saw one person say that. Was there more than one person that said that? Yes. Wow. 
more yes. than one person could be wrong. I, I gotta, didn't hear him say. Go hmm. back and check I wanna, the live chat. Yeah, I, well, go I, back. No, I believe that. I believe you. I want to go back and hear it after the show and just okay. see like is it, is this a um, a blue dr- a blue and black dress or white and gold dress situation? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. All right. Let's go. Well, shout game. out to Neely for not wearing a hat tonight in solidarity with Jake. Yeah. Jake said, what was your reasoning? <laughs> My head was tired. <laughs> <laughs> because he can feel his hair falling. No, because I was wearing the hat for so damn long today. I was just like, I can't have this on my head anymore. So I, I took my hat off to be with you. Yep. My brother in arms. I never had a hat today. All right. Um, game starts. It's over. They lost oh, the they coin lost toss. The toss. Yep. Yep. The streak yep. is done. What was it, 11? No, it was nine. Well, counting the overtime. You got to count so the overtime. Seven games. Oh, so two nine overtimes. Okay. Uh, anyways, this guy came up to me on the sideline, um, which first game I've ever watched from the sideline in my life. Uh, enjoyable, enjoyable experience. Uh, <laughs> An interesting game. I did. <laughs> got yelled at. Got some first, you know, some some lifetime memories. Um, got yelled at again. Got yelled at again. <laughs> and got accused. Yep. Uh, had no drinks. Had no um, shenanigans. Yeah, didn't conduct um, a band. Both times I got yelled at weren't really my fault. Oh, um, and this is why I'm going to back you up. It wasn't. Yeah. Normally it is. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, like, had tonight, I you, been you drinking and gotten yelled at, yeah. that's probably on me. Yeah. Um, but I was just minding my own business. But it was it was really cool. Uh, and and when, they won, when they lost the coin toss, this man just like frantically came over to me and was like, who won the coin toss? And I was like, <laughs> UCLA. He's like, did they decide to kick or receive? And they had said over the thing that they had yeah. decided to receive. So I was like, Oh, yeah, they fucked that up. Yeah. He's like, I was like, receive. He was like, which way are they going? And I was like, oh, I don't know that one. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's the only reason I needed to know. And I was like, well, why did you ask the other two questions? Yeah. And then to he build just, up. Yeah. He just disappeared. Like disappeared like smoke <laughs> pellet with a ninja disappeared? I mean, I wow. never saw him again. So. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Buffs start off with the football. It took five plays until Shadow was sacked. It's probably the longest stretch of the game. <laughs> probably the longest stretch of the season. Um, I mean, we're going to be talking about the offensive line a lot again here. Um, Pause one second. Go ahead. For me, it ain't just the sacks. It's the hits. Oh, oh, he's it's, it's the knockdowns. Like let let's let, so let's let's do this. I'm a, I'm gonna take out contact, sacks, and on the ground. What's the total? Someone said 18 times he was My hit God. tonight. Oh, hold on. Did you guys see the graphic? This wasn't even at the end of the game. Um, it was on the broadcast. Someone sent it to me. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. reposted it. This was I don't know maybe. Ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. Could okay. have been earlier. Shador Sanders tonight pressured 22 times, hit 17 times, knocked down 13 times, sacked six times. I can't even add that up. It's a lot. <laughs> like, I mean, he dropped it, back, what, 40-something times? So he was... A third of the got time he was pressured, he was sacked. Half the time he was pressured, he was knocked down. Yeah, dude. It. That's why I just... I can't stomach watching it. It makes me so... Upset because it's like your 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 best asset is out there, mm-hmm. and like you talked about with the defense, you're out there so long, you're you're getting worse as the game yeah. is going on. Yeah, uh, and it's just not fair to expect Shador to be playing at the same 
you know, uh, caliber mm-hmm. that he was when he set foot on the field in the first quarter when he's been hit 18 times. No one else in the game got hit that many times. Not even running backs. Nope. Well, how, guess if, how many times they ran the ball in the first drive, opening drive? How many? One, one time. Um, but, I mean, uh, who, who led the game in, in rushes for UCLA? I think it was he had 11 carries. Uh, so, no one in the game was getting hit as much as Shador Sanders. It's, it's so unsustainable, and it just – it makes me sick um, because then he's coming out of the halftime locker room limping. Coach Prime says he got shot up. Like, you can't be doing that to your guy, and, and it's just it's – a, it's a next-year fix. Uh, TJ yeah. Harding carried the ball 20 times. Okay. So. Well, you got well, – maybe he ran out of bounds a couple times. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, maybe you're right. Uh, now you made me change the thing. Sorry, I – I don't think he made you. They get down to the 13-yard line. Uh, first and 10 on the 13-yard line. It ends up being fourth and 10 from the 13-yard line. They kick a field goal. Go up 3-0. <clears throat> Another time where, like, I'm looking for better play calling. Yes. Uh, UCLA gets the ball, and Travis has the ridiculous interception mm-hmm. on third down. That guy is generational. Yeah. And I, I think one thing that gets overlooked um, – is the the cerebral, the mental part of of what he did on that play in in TCU. Not only reading it, baiting it, leaving your man, but understanding and trusting that if this doesn't work, I got a guy behind me so I can take this kind of risk. And so it looks like, oh, man, look what he did. But his understanding of the game is like, no, there's another guy back there. So I can I can trust my ability and, and go for this and get it. And, man, when he got under that thing, it was like, you can review it all you want to. That was a catch. Oh yeah, like he is just a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal talent, uh, and you just you really have to try to find ways to keep him off the field because he wants to be out there every play for defense yeah. and every play for offense. <clears throat> his ability to cover his man with his feet that and look at his man. Too. What I'm, but here's what I'm saying: and watch the quarterback with his eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is otherworldly. Yeah. I mean, you don't. I've never seen college players making these plays. And so, mm-hmm. to the person out there in the chat from the other live show who said, "All oh, Neely, that's cap." Travis shouldn't have been at the NBA game. He should have been at the defensive meeting. He should miss a defensive meeting. And I said, man, he can roll out of bed and play defense because what he's doing is playing that guy. He's not in the huddle for the zone or the package. He's got his assignment. Oh, that's cap. Nobody's that good. How many times you got to do it? Yep. And. and- for all the people who were bickering over us saying every corner gets beat in their life when last week? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Same thing. Um, last game. Yeah. Uh, now, like, see what we were talking about? Mm-hmm. Travis didn't lose his powers like, uh, you know, Charles Barkley and Michael <laughs> Jordan in Space, Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. Um, touch, he, my, touch my hat and get your powers back, man. Thank you. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> he he just got beat like everyone does eventually, yeah. but he's still him. Absolutely, absolutely him. Hell of a play, man. Hell of an athlete. And he's, and he's, and he'll be he'll be on the team next year. Oh yeah. yeah I'm just you know <laughs> we'll we'll be better next year. Um, UCLA or Colorado has the ball in the UCLA 36. After that, they get one first down, and then it's third and nine on the 21. Uh, passing complete. Mata field goal. It's 6 nothing. Should Mata. be 14. At the very least, 10 nothing. Very UCLA. least, 10 nothing. Mata, man, is automata. He's like, you don't miss. Wait, that was – oh, no, the first one we didn't even talk about. Oh, it should have been blocked. 
Oh what? yeah. He should have called I gotta it. see a replay. He should have called it. It was crazy. Bro, the guy could have got down and taken the ball out of yes. the holder's hands. Yeah. Well, I was so I think the guy still should have done that, but maybe he thought he was offside. That's what I and just like let up and didn't do anything else. Yeah. Like like hit the guy or something. Where he, did the ball go? He was so back there, man. Uh, <laughs> like he that's like, how did he not block that? <laughs> uh, I would literally texted Jake, how did he not block that? And I texted our group chat, how did he not block he that? Lit- so he kind of like overran it. Like it he went, went behind he, him? So the ball's here. He passed the ball and it went, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, man. Well, you know, thankfully he didn't get it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah, but yes. Mata even getting that through him somehow mm-hmm. and in was awesome. Uh, UCLA starts with the ball from their own 19. They don't go anywhere. Colorado gets the ball. Uh, they don't really go anywhere either. This is We're punting back and forth here. <clears throat> the first half was a field position game. It was a story of missed opportunities. Should have been 7 nothing. Should have been 14 nothing. Should have been 10 nothing at least. Mm-hmm. And then you're continuing to get stops, and you're getting the ball back. So even at 6 nothing, you get a 3 and out or whatever it was shortly thereafter, you have the ball back. Okay, now you can go up 13. Doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, there's a world in which this was a first-half blowout. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. And then you, you throw in the turnovers uh, that are to come and that we did not translate into points. That's why I still say, man, hats off, you know, to the defense uh, because what they were able to do in the first half, had they not done it, this would have been a blowout. Mm-hmm. Like, this would have been Oregon-esque, you know, had they not been doing what they were doing. And they continue to do it even into the second half of the game. Uh, Colorado punted the ball. Refs were confused by it, too. That should have been roughing the holder. It was a weird play. Uh, Colorado punted the ball. Cam goes called for a face mask on that play. So that put UCLA at the Colorado 45. Um, They drive into the Colorado red zone at the end of the first quarter. Uh, took them two plays into the second quarter to score, and they go up 7-6. Carson Steele is just wide open in the end zone, just a miscommunication on that third down. Yep, yep, and there was a long conversation about it on the sidelines. Uh, Colorado gets the ball back. They go three and out. And then UCLA from the Colorado 45, they're at midfield. Uh, they are f- – the fumble, Carson Steele with a big run, 18 yards. He's going down the field. Looks like he's going to score, and then Shiloh, Shiloh pops him. Man, Beautiful. He, he was playing with his hair on fire tonight. Yeah. We'll get to it. Colorado gets oh, it's the coming. ball <laughs> on their own 20. They do nothing with it. Uh, they end up punting. UCLA, their next drive, it's the second Travis pick. And it's another play again where he's covering the guy down low and covers the guy above him just because he's so – instinctually good, but, like, athletically gifted. And just yep. And it's just play. think, had he not gone to that damn Denver Nuggets game and went to the <laughs> um, You know what's funny is uh, that was UCLA's coaching staff um, overthinking it. Oh, yeah, because Colin Schley came into the game. Because they're like, oh, we're going to give Schley a, a series here. We're going to, yeah. we're gonna you know, do some QB runs. So they run it with him on first down. They get a first um, down. Yep, run it. He runs it well. Then they're like, now watch this. They're going to think that we're going to run it again. We're going to have him throw. And then he didn't uh, know his personnel, and he threw yeah. it to uh, Travis Hunter. Don't throw it to twelve side. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. Colorado goes three and out. Um, UCLA gets the ball back. They go in a long drive. And, those, and that three and outs were any of those sacks? Uh, yes, the second one. Uh, Dylan Edwards rush, loss of two yards. Shador, Edwards, or Shador Sanders sacked for loss of four. Shador Sanders pass to Zay Weaver for 11 yards on third and 16. 
Oh, yeah. So he almost got out of that one. Yep. <clears throat> but. Mm. Like Missed I said. Yep. Missed opportunities. But, look, I mean, that that's an offensive line drive. Yep. Backwards, backwards. You have to get it out quick. It's not you can't you don't have enough time to get it seventeen yards on the field. UCLA starts to take control here. They drive from their own twenty all the way down to the Colorado six yard line and the field goes doinked. Gift. I, literal gift right in your hands. One thirty seven mm-hmm. left in the half. Uh Shador Sanders, first place sacked, incomplete. Dylan Edwards rush gain of three punt. UCLA goes three and out. Uh Colorado goes they just Run the ball twice with Hankerson, and those were the last runs until the six-minute mark. There was another fumble the in there. Quarter. Did you say that? <laughs> oh, UCLA yeah, right at the end of the half. <laughs> so it was UCLA's last possession. Uh, Cam hits him, and it's mm-hmm. recovered by Roderick Ward. Yeah. So, I mean, just bailout after bailout after opportunity after opportunity after gift after gift. And that was like about what on the three-yard line? Like they were about to score a touchdown. They were on the 16, yeah. Well, it was a ten yard rush. He was running again. Yeah, yeah. They were they were in there. Yeah. When that fumble happened, he kind of he got benched. He did. He wasn't on the field a lot for uh, halftime. Anyways, halftime. RK makes an appearance on ESPN. <laughs> I my phone was going nuts. <laughs> uh, Neely put me in position uh, to record his uh, halftime interview with Coach Prime. Uh, it was it was good stuff mm. too. Hey, well, you know. Next man up, shout out to Alexis who couldn't make the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to uh, Darius who number f- usually fills in for Alexis for the halftime interview. He had something else he had to film, so I, you know, I, I looked up and down the bench, saw next, RK, next, next, and next I said, "Hey man, up. like here, look, we got a roll, man." And uh, ESPN bound, there he is. What do you think the, the shot was? Oh, the shot was good. Let me <laughs> look. Let me show you one zoom in, man. You know, you hadn't seen this one. You hadn't seen this one. Watch, watch this shot. I did forget one thing. Shiloh uh-huh. targeting call. That was in the first half? Oh, yeah. That's actually true. Yeah. Look at his glasses. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, that was such bullshit. I mean, dude hit him just like basically the fumble that he forced almost. Yeah. I really want to go back and watch like a wide shot of it because I'm my mind is my conspiracy of mind is telling me this happened, but, but I, don't, I can't say that it did. Did the ref throw the flag when the hit happened or after Shiloh did the muscle pose? No, it, he threw it, it threw it before. Okay. It was under his feet. He was like, I, Shiloh didn't see it, obviously. He was flexing right over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it wasn't targeting. And I just no. knew. So look, no, let, me, let me give you this. Let me give you this that you guys did not hear. Maybe it was on the broadcast because we're not watching the broadcast uh-huh. during the game. The other officials – were watching the, the replay. They were chatting with Coach Prime in our bench, and they said, oh, that's going to be overturned. Like, that's not targeting. And just as they got finished saying it, the guy announced it's confirmed it's targeting. It, it's here's, – here's the thing. It is in no way a violation of the spirit of the rule. So you can nitpick this, that, or the other. His helmet kind of hit his face mask. The rule of targeting – was to take out players weaponizing their helmet mm-hmm. on defenseless receivers or anyone. A, and it was a shoulder mm-hmm. hit. That is the most, um, by the book, just a big hit and getting your head out of it. His head is off to the side. He leads with his shoulder. There is a 
their helmets touch. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. And the refs call it almost every time. Sometimes, but that is not Wait, what we were. Make, I know. I'm, Wait. They call Low it key? every time sometimes. That's well, like Sex Panther Cologne. Well, yes, it it, <laughs> no, because it happens all the time in college football. No, you're right. Yeah. No, but but then there's I mean, we've been the victims of it before okay. this season. Like okay. where it's target is just not called. And it's just like, all right, I guess my my overarching point is Shiloh was not targeting anything. No. Right. He's making a play. Yeah. Right. And he did not put the the opposing player in danger by using his helmet as a weapon nope. at all. Uh, and no part that, of the helmet. The crown, which it needs to be a launch with the crown, all the nuances of the rule were not met. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, then, then he has to sit. And it's a, it's a good thing it happened in the first half uh, mm-hmm. because he doesn't mm-hmm. have to miss the next, yep. next first half. But he was playing so well, man, and, and just, He's like I said, team. he was playing with his hair on fire. Yeah, and, and I, I think, you know, as we – Scroll into halftime and past halftime. Just as much as his play, he literally is the leader on defense in the communicating and getting people where they are, the energy of the defense, and having him sit in that second half was also problematic for the defense on top of how much they were backed out, out there on the field too. Uh, but losing him, forget the tackling, forget the big hits, losing his leadership as an understanding where everyone should be, because no one spends more time with Charles Kelly and learning his defense than Shiloh Sanders. Mm-hmm. He is Charles Kelly on the field. Take him out in the second half. There's holes. Yep, we're giving up big plays. Because the assignment guy is out the game. So UCLA starts <coughs> off with the ball in the second half. Timeout. Halftime. What about it? Oh, yeah. Coach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the time. You call timeout for yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. You were in there oh, for I, part of you. <laughs> Coach, Coach Prime, uh, yeah, he yeah. was. On I've five. never met a guy that can that doesn't cuss that can cuss you out. I, you, you took the thought right out of yeah, my brain. Yeah, like I felt cussed out, but he never used a cuss word. As he was speaking, I, I was thinking, how does, how could he be yelling like this and not cursing? It's so <laughs> impressive. It <laughs> is, but I just knew that talk was going to light a fire. Yeah, because he called out to coaches like coaches, coach. You know, we make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. And, like, even when I was about to quote him, I was about to say some damn adjustments. I know. And he didn't say damn. He didn't even say darn. But it's like he 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 was in rare form. Only person who can curse you out without cursing. That's good. Yeah, that's him, man. Uh, so, I really thought leaving halftime, we were going to do the darn thing, no more bull junk, and then you're about to tell us what happened. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you about Olipop, though. <laughs> I wish I had some Olipop right now. I wish I did, too. Um, Olipop's no, a brand new sir, soda. Sir, you've had enough. All right. <laughs> All he pops a brand new soda. Um, it's delicious. It's also good for you. It has nine grams of probiotics in every can. Uh, it can help you with your digestive issues. Tons of flavors, though, man. Vintage cola, root beer, orange squeeze, classic grape, strawberry vanilla, cream soda, and cherry cola. Um, even Dr. Goodwin. That's like their Dr. Pepper. Uh, use the code DMVR20 for 20% off your next Olipop order on drinkolipop.com. Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Supers, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. And then also shout out to Game Time. Uh, it didn't look sold out right away, but then it filled up for their, I guess, allotted tickets. Yeah. Um, CU fans were considerably louder than UCLA fans. Mm-hmm. It felt like a home game over there, man. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. So shout out to all the CU fans who made the trip. Everyone who uh, shouted us out from you know their seats. Um, you guys make me feel really cool when I'm wearing like the yeah. media vest, which is decidedly uncool. <laughs> I got um, you know one thing I, I appreciate about the media vest. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll be a little more specific. RK's media vest today. We did not get to publish this segment because I didn't have the the Wi-Fi code at the time. But you and I did a pregame thing. Uh-huh. And before we did the pregame thing, I've never seen a Velcro vest whoop a man's ass. <laughs> you couldn't get it off, man. You didn't know if you wanted to pull it over your head or unfasten it. Yeah. RG, back me up. It. Back me up, RG. Did this not happen? Like, you know, he's zoned out over there. Yeah. Like, like you that vest, you couldn't get out of it. No. it. I, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> vest, media vest one, RKZ. Anyways, that thing's super uncool, but then people, when, when I'm walking around wearing that, and then people are like, RK, makes it cooler. <laughs> it Anyways, make. download the game to map, create an account, use the code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S. You get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code BUFFS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shout All out right. to RG for paying attention during the show, too. Yeah, he's locked in. <laughs> Uh, First drive of the second half Two plays, a 49-yard pass And a 26-yard touchdown pass You see that goes up 14-6 Just like that What's the time off the clock? Uh, 20-some seconds 35 seconds Yeah, That's with the kickoff Yeah Uh, It was literally the blink of an eye Yeah It's like, is this happening? Yeah, and it, and it just didn't feel good because you knew what was happening on the other side of the ball even when they were getting good opportunities. Can you guess what happened on their next drive? Colorado. Three and drive, out. Yep, three and out. Um, UCLA gets the ball back. They drive down to the Colorado 40. Uh, they end up punting. And then the Buffs get the ball back on their own 20. They actually have a decent drive here. They get down to the UCLA 16. Um, they went backwards because uh, Shador scrambled for a gain of one on first and nine, first and goal from the nine. Then he was sacked for a loss of eight. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, this whole next thing that you're going to read is all the same stuff. Yeah. And the whole time I was literally thinking it's going to take some dime time magic if anything is going to happen. And it – there might have been an opportunity, because I'm just fast-forwarding through the show. I don't know if you noticed. There might have been an opportunity for that to happen when it was 21 to 12. Yeah, um, the, the math was math in the end. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was like, okay, well, just give them a chance. I don't know if that was actually the score. But, but no, it was that window of time. Then, the number might be off, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Mid-third. Mid, mid yep. yep. And then they allowed the touchdown mm-hmm. to make them 28, and it was just like they're – the math is no longer math. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's because one thing you got to appreciate about our offense, I mean, we're fans, right? Like, you know, this is a fan show. We know our offense. We know the time it takes us to score if we're going to score. So there, there comes this window that other than dime time going in, you know, dime time mode, like he did to prevent some overtimes or win overtimes, you know we have a methodical drive, and it's – four to six minutes. And so once somebody goes up like two scores and you look at the time, it's like, mm, it's going to be hard to do that and rely on the defense to also stop them again too. Yeah, it's like they're down three scores with seven minutes. Yeah, like, okay. Um, UCLA gets the ball back. How's your hair feel? You good? 
My head feels nice. Okay. <laughs> you can you can skip all the way to the to the touchdown drive. To the fourth quarter? Yeah, just yeah, it was just sacks. It was it just was like just, we did nothing. I mean there, I can't actually think of a time where it was like, oh, they almost We had, had a it, big play to Zay Weaver in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. And that ended how did that that ended in a field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how they got to to nine. Yeah. And then yeah, I guess nothing really matters. Had it we pick, picked up a couple of you know, it's one of those things where you sit back and you say are are these plays we should have been calling earlier or are these plays that are happening because Chip Kelly had gone to a different kind of defense? Uh but you know, a couple of those up top plays uh, whether it was to one of the ones you almost caught because he brought you the ball to to <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Horn or or to, over on the sideline to Zay, you know you wonder like where were those opportunities or that for that play call earlier in the game or was it because of the game is kind of in hand on their side and they're backing off? <clears throat> yeah, I mean the touchdown to Jimmy, they ran that play earlier in the game, uh, but they ran it with Mikey Harrison as the one running the kind of slot corner. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside fade, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Why, why to Mikey? Mikey, he like it. I don't know. I yeah. I, I remember why not that. Travis? Yeah, Travis or Zay? Yeah, or Jimmy? Like it worked out at the end. Um, it's I don't know. There's a couple things like that that yeah, they're head scratchers, man. That that had me scratching my head for sure. And um, the throw. You scratch your let head. me. You good. <laughs> Let me uh, just say the throw to Jimmy is about as perfect as you can throw that pass. Yeah, actually, actually it is the it. perfect throw. All right, well, it's, it's it was so you like I think the defender is going to get it, not intercept it, but like knock it down. It went right over him into a barrel. Yep, it was unbelievable. We were walking down to the field at that point. Okay, so yeah, the game is over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no, they let the media. No, I'm just I'm, I'm messing. With well, that you, and we were in the world's smallest press conference room. Yeah. We will get to that. Anyways, I mean, I don't know what else you want me to yeah, say here. Uh, uh, you know, they got that. They then they ended up getting the ball back with a minute left. Um, that was it. That was it. That was that was absolutely it. Final mm-hmm. score: uh, twenty-eight sixteen. Another loss to a team that we should have won, could have won. You know, this was not an Oregon situation. Um, you know, you and here, here's what kind of bothers you as you watch the rest of the Pac-12 cannibalize itself. When you see people that we could have beat, beat people we didn't beat or did beat, it's like, damn. Like, had we done those things, yeah. man, we would be in there. Like, we we would be on the path to Vegas for the, for the conference championship. Yep. Because, when you know, of course, you don't know weeks later that person is going to lose, but they barely beat you, and then they get blown out by somebody. So, damn, like, we were, we were there, man. Yep. We just didn't handle business. So there were 11 true running back carries in this game. Um, that was weird. I, I know. <laughs> Alton McCaskill was the leading rusher in this game with two attempts. Yeah, at the very yards. end. At the very end. Mm-hmm. But he looked I was good running it. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, I was impressed with the way that he looked on those carries. Mm-hmm. More than I have been anything else uh, from him so far so maybe but uh, you know at this point we've been saying that a lot um yeah I think we're we're all like lost uh, our positions on dark horses and players of the game etc like you know yeah my 
my dark horse wasn't even here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even when you picked yeah. Travis, you picked the receiver side of Travis yep. versus yep. the well, defender side. Interceptions are receptions, too. Yeah, yeah, but you said 17. <laughs> he was receiving like passes. <laughs> he they was were just from the other quarterback. <laughs> Technically, you're right. He almost had a third one, too. And uh, I know Jake's yours was wishful thinking. You know, we wanted the offensive line. I, I picked Hank. Uh, I was watching the scoreboard up there, man. Shout out to the Rose Bowl. They got a, you know, good, good, good stats over to the side. And I'm like, man, you know, yeah, that was a good run. And when, this is before we stopped running. You know, we did that run-run play. I said, man, we do some more of those, man. We'll get 115 yards rushing. We'll win this game. Check back later. Okay, Zero. negative 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. Um, Dylan Edwards, four carries for 12 yards. So here's, here's another thing I'm just going to say on the running game. They didn't <clears throat> utilize the runs that have worked for them this season. Um, and that was – confusing to me like one of the best run plays that they've had all year is kind of like a a, a pitch option with Shador and, and Dylan yep. where Shador I you know kind of has the option to keep it I don't think he actually has uh no he did keep it once but he kind of takes a couple steps to the right with Dylan they get a little outside the tackle box then he tosses it out to Dylan Dylan takes off they didn't run that mm-hmm. um and those are those things to me that, that you know you said you mentioned head scratchers it's just it's the opposite of what UCLA did coming out of the half. You know, it, you you know you struggle running the football. So just make sure that the ones that do work for you are heavily involved yeah, do in those. the game plan. Do those. And even personnel-wise, you know, some of the past individual players who've had a lot of success, uh, Omarion, hadn't seen him since he had the success. Uh, Dylan, TCU Dylan. Not, and we've seen Dylan, but we've seen Dylan like, hey, take this up to A-gap. Right. I'm talking about TCU Dylan where here's a check down to you in the flat. There's First so play many of the things, game was that. Yeah. great. We've been so many things in situations with personnel that we've been good at or great at that it's like we stopped doing it instead of incorporating and doing more of it. Yeah, and Dylan, again, another one that I, I will put on play calling. Um, it was there. First play of the game. It, it worked. Worked. How many times did we do it after that? I think Not once, and th- it, that was also like a gain of six. Mm-hmm. Um, he had two there, receptions for 12 yards. That is something that has to be built into the game plan. Dylan touches in space should be a a, a checklist item, and you got to check off like seven to ten of them. Yeah. Every game. Yeah. How did we get the ball done in there's space not, today? There's, n- there's nothing wrong with the script, man. There's nothing wrong with someone with a headset on reminding you of the script. Uh, because sometimes we're human. We get we, we, we're forgetful. Uh, we get uh, in the moment of the game and see different things instead of going like, you know what? Come to the game with a game plan. These are the plays that work. Let's go with these things. Yep. Somebody remind me, you know, one, one of my offensive analysts or whoever, and I'm Sean Lewis. Remind me when I'm getting away from it that, hey, don't forget we want to do this to Dylan. Or don't forget we want to get Omari on here. Don't forget we want to get Chick here. Don't forget. Like, yep. we, we need to do those things. Yep. And, and, and let me also say this. I don't know that that's not occurring, and we're just yep. not doing it, but it just doesn't appear that it's occurring, and that's why we're not doing it. Because yep. we I'm, get away from what's working. It's like, like I said, you just need checklist plays. Have we taken a shot to Travis today? Mm-hmm. No. Let's get it. Now that this one, uh, this game, 
they did get one to him. It was late. Yeah. But you finally got him opened up down the field. Uh, Shador underthrows it a little bit, pass interference. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that's what I was about to tell you. I was about to say that same thing. One thing about the Zay Weaver matchup, because you know that's why I picked him as my guy, he's either going to catch the ball or it's going to be a 15-yard game through pass interference. Yep. So just like three plays in a row, Zay, go deep. Well, you got to protect that. <laughs> <laughs> just, but, he, but here's what I'm saying situationally. You're right, it does take protection for it to develop, but you would at least get defensive holding if you just drop back and in two seconds threw it his way. Because yeah. he's already passed the guy. The guy's going to yeah. have to do this. So it may not be pass interference, but it's going to be a penalty or he's going to catch it. And you could do that all the way down the field <laughs> instead of just going, you know what, I'm going to forget that Zay Weaver's in the game. Uh, oh, that's right, he's in the game, but it's the fourth quarter. Let me throw it to him. You're still a leading receiver, five receptions, 86 yards. Jimmy had the touchdown, six receptions, 35. Travis, three receptions for seven yards. That can, That is – Can't happen, man. On six targets. Yeah, and he was frustrated uh, during the game that uh, he wasn't getting the ball. Yeah. Can they still we hear us? We are still live, yeah. yeah. You can, yeah. They can still hear us. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. And <clears throat> I, I briefly mentioned it, but he, he had a third pick. Yeah, uh, this is the got, best we've ever looked. By the way, it, it, just, <laughs> it just got deflected at the line of scrimmage. He was beside himself, and like you know, it's not anyone's it's truly fault. A, it's truly a, a black show now. <laughs> it's a great play, <laughs> a great play by the edge to get up there and knock that ball down. But it was going right to Travis's hands. Mm-hmm. I feel like if he got through, yeah, it was. Uh, total yardage wise, UCLA gained four hundred eighty-seven yards, mm. two hundred sixty-nine through the air, two hundred eighteen on the ground. Uh, Colorado actually won the penalty battle. They only had seven for 60. UCLA had nine for 85. Yeah, we did have a clean game. Uh, Colorado on third down, four for 14. Just think now, that's counting that bullshit targeting. Yeah. I know. I was excited that they just called it targeting. That was the only call because I was like, oh, they're going to pull it back and the the entire flag will go away. Yeah. All, you know. Uh, Colorado four for 14 on third down. UCLA seven for 13. Colorado obviously won the turnover battle, four to zero. Shador sacked seven times. The Buffs got to Garbers three times. They had five tackles for a loss. UCLA had ten, though. Yep. Their front R- was just better. R- RG is up, by the way, and participating. What? what? Yeah. I don't know what a napkin does, but it's. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, they're, they're geniuses. I know that. That's really it. Yep. That's really it. Yeah. So uh, we're at home next week at night. Eight o'clock. Yeah. It's going to be probably – it got chilly out there tonight, man. It may not ever rain in Southern California, but damn, it got cold. Yeah, it did. I had to I had to go to the hoodie. Yeah, I oh. went in. I was you know, I was in the polo, and I went and got the long sleeves. Like, this is cold. Shout out to Circa. Uh, the Broncos crew are taking the road trip to Vegas for the season finale against the Raiders. Um, we've got a package. You can head on over to thedmbr.com uh, events, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Go down there. Hit the drop down. Uh, yeah, hit the drop down on the top of the page or on the side. Drop down to get your eagle on, Jake. You can get 20% off a two-night stay at Circa Resort, two tickets to Winter Swim, two, uh, two passes to Stadium Swim, access to our tailgate, uh, one year of diehard membership, and, um, yeah, come hang out with the crew, man. Final game. Final game. Broncos, Raiders mm-hmm. in Vegas. When mm-hmm. the Broncos Circle. Like I'm trying to, to I'm trying to find the no in this. 
No, there's no no. There's no no in this. Like, what what are y'all waiting on? Yep. Can I tell you guys? Oh, wait, do you have one more? Yes. Go ahead. Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, <laughs> they've been doing it for 33 years. Uh, comes down to 11 passion for making good beer. Try, try some of our favorites, Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, uh, Fun Singer, My High City, Golden Ale, and the Avalanche Amber. Um, celebrate a year of Fun Singer on November 3rd at the Monkey Barrel uh, with Breckenridge Brewery. You can check out their beer locator to find a Breck Brew near you. Go to www.breckbrew.com. It reminds me of those little toys when you had in your kid, the monkeys that you, like, string them together. Oh, yeah, they hook them together, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Monkeys in the barrel, that's and it. he said the monkey barrel. Um, fun fact. Give it to us. When this show ends, we are going to the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has been and, a and, and, ridiculous And we days. might get a nap at the airport. We might not. We might not. Our flight is so early. Um, we're hoping... That that helps us with the weather in Denver. I don't being. think your fingers crossed. I think you just put them together. That? All right, I take that. Um, we're hoping that that allows us to get back to Denver safely because it is snowing and it doesn't sound like it's stopping anytime soon. No, and they're like uh, earlier earlier today during the game, someone told me, "Hey, it's snowing back in Boulder," and expecting a foot. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> That's not that's not normal. Uh, take it to the Broncos game tomorrow. Yeah, he's going to the Broncos game. He's he's just like punishing himself. I are you into that? You wearing a hat? First, 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 first things first. Just, are you into punishing yourself? <laughs> With my football selections, apparently so. Yeah. Um, then second question: Are you wearing a hat? No. You should wear a right. beanie, bro. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be bundled the fuck up. Yeah. Just <laughs> whatever. Just put your whole closet on. There's no the, layer up, man. Yeah. yeah. It's you going to listen to to the game. No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Good luck with that. But we are. Yeah. We are on. We've been on one hell of a schedule the last few days. I'm so tired. Yeah. We, it was. A, it, was a, it was a five thirty <laughs> flight coming here. You know, and uh, five thirty flight back. Yeah. So we we're, we don't fumes, man. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But the pe- if we hadn't admitted it, the people would know it. <laughs> but the sushi that we had last night. We was had great sushi. Alyssa, Alyssa, what was that place? Sugarfish. Sugar, yeah, great. It was great. so good. Fire. Um, the eel was a little eely, you know, but I it was. I think I think start with that. Uncle Ely. Yeah, the uncle. <laughs> yeah, they should have run that one out first. Because they just, <laughs> but, hell, I didn't know enough of the names to reorder. It was like so this. good. All right, Jake, where are we going now? Super Chats. Really? We're in segment four? Yeah, I just did the last ad break. Oh, wow. You sure? Yes. All right. Um, I mean, I don't know. Let's do <laughs> it. Don't talk about the game. You, you haven't asked me anything about where to get tickets. It's, oh, now you're making me doubt myself, bro. Wait, the game time? He just did it. I did do game time, but now but I'm going to see if I missed me. something. Like, like, normally you wrote me in on it, you know? I did. I, I asked, or I talked to you guys about how it was sold out, how it looked like. When you got there, not everyone was there. And then, I don't know, right after the game started, it actually filled up to what looked like was there sold you did. out. You What's did. Quotes? No, you did. You teed it up. I just didn't hit it. I guess, pause. Uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I got one of your gummies. Super Jets. I don't know how you can be in the comments right now saying that we aren't, we weren't critical during the show. I don't know, man. <laughs> this has probably been one I of the most no critical idea. shows we've ever had. It is hands down. 
for sure the most critical show. Yeah, like Easy. what do y'all? Someone said that. Yes, <laughs> we've I don't, we've not only been critical, we've been brutally honest. Yeah, the, I mean the Stanford game could have been more critical. I honestly was just too depressed. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that was just too. It hurt. <laughs> yeah, like I was. Uh, <laughs> had we done the show like the I next day, it would have been more critical. Yeah, I but felt was, like I couldn't breathe. We were yeah, we were bleeding. <laughs> no, I, I. Now I know I started not to distance myself, but. I'm still, because I'm new, you know, to Colorado football, I still see the half-full thing because I, I see where this is headed. And and Coach Prime said, like, you would be crazy to not see where we're headed because if you look at the poor play from the offensive line, look at the poor play when we give up big deal, and, and we're still in these games. Yeah. No, and, and but, I but, – But that's the only – I'm saying that to say that's the only place you can say we weren't critical. Well, you can't. After that, we've been critical. you got to look at the good and the bad. Yeah. Uh, and part I, of it. you know, I also am just wired to be a glass half full for person myself. I know I am, man. I, we were also <laughs> very critical on the show. All right, what do we got? Yeah, I mean, um, I think Sean Lewis is going to be looking for you. You that kind of critical. He's, so he's, he's pretty. We, he's pretty yeah. tall too. Not the tall wins fights, <laughs> but I'm just saying you might want to watch it back. Um, I think we might have <laughs> might have lost some super chats when we lost the stream. So thank you. If I'm not reading yours, it's because it disappeared. I'm sorry. Uh, Justin C, Super Chat. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Sid, Sidix? It is, isn't it bittersweet, though? Reminds me of when Saban came to LSU, took some time, give it time. I bet Coach does amazing things, and I'm here for it. I didn't say it on this show yet, but perspective, bro. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I mean, we're eight games into year one. But these are the same things keep happening. Like the, nothing's going to really change. We got to ride this out the rest of the season, mm-hmm. and we know what's going to happen. The portal's going to open. And as of right now, you still don't have a losing record. Yeah. What yep. point? What point last year did you have a winning record? Uh, what point last never? year did you have a five hundred record? That's the last time they won zero and zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, literally. So what, what point last year did you like? I'm I'm done. Like like perspective. You're exactly right, Jake. So be critical. Be realistic. Talk about what the shortcomings, but understand something is being built here. And in that identification of building, you have to know what you're lacking, what you're missing. And we're learning that more and more every week. Yep. And and this one was a big time. Um, per, it, it, it was a big time perspective game for me, just in terms of like, okay, this is what they got. The bye week is in the rear view. They're going to have to try and figure out ways to, you know, work with it. They're not going to face front as good as those guys were. Uh, I saw that <laughs> every week. Uh-huh. But this, you know, this is just a. It, it, you do have to take a step back and listen. Honestly, just go listen to Coach Prime's uh, post game presser. Amen. He yeah. was he was at peace. Yes. And I think you'll learn a lot from it. And we that you know, it, I, I don't want to nitpick on definition words. I feel you for being frustrated. But when I say I'm not frustrated, I should have said like I'm at peace with it. Because yeah. I, I, it is what it is, man. Like, you you just – anyone who coaches football will tell you your biggest area improvement, you know, you go through fall camp, right, you play week one. The biggest jump you're going to make is between week one and week two. After that, it's like just incremental improvements. Yeah. Then injuries set in, and you're going to do this, and then those people get back, and they get back in shape, and you start gelling and climbing back up. By week, you got a chance. Yeah, to- but you're not going to get to four games left in the season – and then two games left in the season, and all of a sudden it looks totally damn different. No, this is what it is the next four games, man. 
Now you just have to schematically, how do I protect myself from my deficiencies and what do I do on aggression wise to exploit their deficiencies so I can stay in games and win games. But you're not going to get four, five, six new offensive linemen out of the current offensive line. Yep. Uh, Coach was honest about the offensive line uh, in his press conference. Said the big picture, you go get new O-linemen. Well, and the question was like, from a big picture standpoint, mm-hmm. Shador protecting him, and he kind of just jumped in and said, uh, the big picture? Yeah. The big picture is go get new offensive yeah. linemen. And he said, that's the picture, and I'm going to paint it perfectly. Yeah. He also yeah. said, uh, overall, we just don't have the fight and the passion to do what we want to do. I'm a little biased because I'm his father, but I think we have the best quarterback in the country. We got to address uh, the protection scheme-wise. That's the only way you can address it because you can't address it talent-wise. You can't address it coaching up-wise. Uh, what you can do is do some jumbo packages, man, and, and instead of one tight end, have two tight ends out there. What you can do is throw another tight end out there and, and have a bigger back out there to chip or pass pro. Like, there are some schematic things you can do, but for the people to keep harping on the offensive line itself, man, that part is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, Coach was great in the past press conference. Yeah, he was uh, – I think at peace is the best way of putting it. Um, and he did something I tweeted out. I've never before seen this in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, every coach I've ever covered in any sport, when they lose a football game, wants to get out of there as fast as they can. They sit down. What do you got? Bang, bang, bang. All right, have a nice night. Yep. He, Curtis – Gave the classic two more questions, mm-hmm. and then Coach Prime said, "No, no, no, let me go." And he gave every person in that room, which was way too many people for the size of that room, I got op- to ask a question, an there. opportunity to ask a question, um, and that is one of the many, many things that makes him different. I don't even know if we ever talked about the fact that he took time uh, when after coming back from the bye week when he when he uh, came into the press room to ask. Everyone, what did you guys do during your bye week? Um, he's uh, he's just so different than than every other coach. And tonight was was a rare one. And it, I I'm I'm sure that it doesn't mean quite as much to the people at home because yeah. um, you know it's just a little different. That I'm sure they don't care whether or not people in the press room get their questions in or not, and I, they shouldn't. Um, but but they should because the questions lead to answers. And everybody needs his answers. Everybody wants his answers. And his answers are what give you the direction of his program. Yep. So the fact that he did that, you know, kudos to you for recognizing it, is why people get more damn information because yep. he's getting more questions. Even the silly questions, we get some of the best pushbacks from him when they ask crap. You know? So keep the crap coming. You got to watch it. It's a, it's a must watch for he sure. He ended it with it's on our channel. Let's wake up and smile tomorrow. Go bless someone. All right. Well, the thing is, we're already not obeying him. Yeah. Because to wake up, you gotta go. To you bed. must go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brian C says, <laughs> super chat says, RK, do you know if Lewis will get this offense right? Jake, aka Jakey, always appreciate your breakdowns. <laughs> wait, and Unc, please suggest wait. running more against oppositions when when we should to prime. Se- second thing. Second thing first. I'm not falling on the sword here. Because I'm not saying I did it. Oh, you did. But if I did, <laughs> I did not mean for Jakey to become a thing. Yep. <laughs> but if it does become a thing, Jakey, 
I'm going to embrace it and run with Only it. Only if dog time becomes a thing, too. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's already a thing. Just stop talking about it, and it won't become a thing. <laughs> I, just, I didn't mean to encourage people to call you Jakey. I prefer Willie. Because <laughs> off air, I call you Jakey Poo, and I don't want Jakey uh. Poo to become a thing, either. Oh man. oh man! But I, I, you know, I, I, I have, I, I do encourage running the ball. You know, I. It's generally looked like well, like when you do that in football, yeah. you like you. I have encouraged it. He said, and his first one was, "Do I know if if Sean Lewis will get this offense right?" I don't know. No, I don't know. It's not, uh, not right now. I just i I can be critical of Sean Lewis and and feel like he missed opportunities. Well, also understanding that you're you're so handcuffed. Right. Yeah, block. yeah. I mean, he, like, man, he's in a tough spot. You yeah. talk about Shadur being in a tough spot, being knocked down. Check mark. Amen. 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 Dean. Sean Lewis is in a tough spot. Yeah, like people really are is. on his ass. We can be on his. People, you know, say what they want to say. Pauls. But the fact is, schematically, you are limited to what you can do based on the amount of time that the quarterback is given from the line. A time allotment. That varies. It would be one thing if these guys only block for one second all the time. <laughs> but sometimes they block for six seconds, sometimes three, sometimes zero. It's like, so which line do you get for this particular play? Yeah. And, and just because a play ain't working doesn't mean it's the offensive coordinator's fault. And Shador said something in his press conference which was worse from the room standpoint than Coach Primes because people kept opening the fucking door. And yeah. Shador almost lost his mind. Uh, so good on him so for keeping for him. his poise in that moment as well. But he also was like, oh, can we close the door? What's what's going on here? Um, he said something about his frustrations that most people probably haven't heard before, which is he needs time to gather information of mm-hmm. what's working down the field. There were so many plays where it is snap, look. And somebody's in his face. There he's on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not even getting an opportunity to yeah. see what the safeties are doing before he's trying to run for his life. Yeah. It's ridiculous. In a, in a testament, I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier. You, you you did. Not only when that happens, he knows that well that may not happen the next play, and he stands there and takes it. And when it doesn't happen, he finds Jimmy Horn for a touchdown. When it doesn't happen, he finds Zay Weaver for a pass interference or a big play. And then two plays later, somebody's in his face in his grill again. But he is the same QB every snap when, like I said before, man, I and, and I think Prime, you know, stole my remarks tonight. You know, shout out for Coach Prime. But I've said weeks ago on this, on this program, to me, he is the most NFL-ready quarterback in college, and here's why. Yep. When you draft a quarterback and you draft him in the first round, your team sucks. That's why you're picking high in the first round because your team sucks. You see a guy who can handle getting knocked on his ass and still lead the league in passing yards, in touchdown, in completion percentage. A lot of these guys get drafted early because they are in these programs that have everything. And then when they get there to the Giants, <clears throat> they can't get it done. Man, Shadour's ready. He's a, he is a baller. Yep, yep. I've talked about that too. It's, it's the most impressive – what he's doing with this offensive line is the most impressive quarterback job in college football. Now it's yep. not going to result in the Heisman because nope. they have four losses. Yeah, you got to win. Um, we haven't been winning. Maybe it re- results in a in some other quarterback award, but truly, he is making something out of nothing a lot. Shout out to the offensive lineman who will be coming here next year 
and congratulations on going to the NFL because you're going <laughs> to play for this quarterback for one damn season. He's going to be Heisman contender, Heisman winner, and you're going to be the juxtaposition because they're going to say, man, look what that guy did when he came to block versus the team last year. So if I'm an offensive lineman sitting at home, you know, come to Colorado, man, because the needle is pointing up. Look who you'll be blocking for. Yep. If I'm a one-and-done guy, like with that kind of experience, man, if you got to play one season blocking for one quarterback in one system, man, Boulder, Colorado's the place. Yep. Uh, I'll just say one thing before I move on. That's why I'm the most excited about next year. And, like, it's – for me, it's so easy to look in, at a different perspective yeah. and see where we're going to be maybe this time next year. Mm-hmm. Like – this guy's coming back, and he's going to get some dogs in front of him to protect yes. us. Yep. Trust yes. that. Yes. Okay, Miss TN said, I'm too sad to form a coherent thought. Blessings. <laughs> we understand. Jake is too tired to – well, it's not tired, but it's too something. Uh, Lauren's <laughs> Super Chat says, Pac-12 officiating is horrible. Is Big 12 better? Uh, I haven't watched, yeah, I haven't watched Big 12 football. Uh, you know, now. yes – the review of the targeting. But, you know, that's someone from office making that call. You're still officiating horrible. Uh, I thought that even the catch on the sideline, if it was a catch, I don't think it was enough evidence to overturn because the call on the field was incomplete. Outside of those two calls, and then, you know, when they went and reviewed the intentional grounding, which shouldn't have been grounding because the ball got tipped, this was probably one of the better officiated games that we've had this year. Yeah, yeah. The the targeting one is just so loud. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, you know, there's some missed holdings on some of their misdirection runs that I saw. Uh, but in general, it wasn't one of those ones where you're thinking, oh, my God, another. Yeah, because like, yeah, you know, we've had some bad ones, man. They yeah. let the game flow mm-hmm. pretty well. Yep. I was only like 15 for my penalties or something. Yep. Uh, okay, last two here. Big Teasy Super Chat Big says. Teasy. That's your guy, That's man. my guy. Safe travels back to y'all. Thank you Thank very you, much. Uh, last one from Globetrotter, Super Chat. People keep calling for the OC to be gone. Nick Saban and Andy Reid themselves couldn't get this offense to move with the line playing like that. Okay, It's kind of my point um, that I made earlier. Now, again, I don't think it's quite that uh, that glaring, but it is. It, 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 Sean Lewis's hands are completely tied. He ain't got a lot to work with, yep. man. Like I, f- I feel for he's in a tough spot. He's a big boy. He's in a tough spot though because, like, schematically, what do I draw up that I have the time to execute? Yep. I talked to a long time NFL offensive coordinator once, and I was watching a game, and I said, "Why don't they do this? Why don't they do that?" And he said, "You can't call what you can't block." Can we get that on a hat or a shirt or a <laughs> mug or tattooed on Jake's neck? Yep. Neck tat. Oh, man. <laughs> Rock that, bro. Yeah, no. man. Neck tat Jakey. Neck super chat. <laughs> We're done. We're done. All right. It is way late. We got to get moving, We're I guess. We're going to pack. Yeah, I mean, like, we're just going to the airport. Ed, we're going to the airport. Thankfully, this show gave me a boost of energy, so I'll be able to drive us there. Oh, man. <laughs> you, more you than him. I'm just thinking of the no, next you cannot like operate 48 hours. Right now. No, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> How's your hair feel? Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but you can feel it is what I'm saying. Of course. <laughs> Shout out to Alexis who's watching us. Yep. Shout out to Alexis. She yes. recommended the Wild Things beanie, by the way. You should rock that, man. <laughs> God. 
Shout Who? out to Allison is watching as well. Hey, man, the Mississippi folks are up. Damn. Damn. The real ones. Yeah, the real ones. The day ones. Yep. Allie is not watching because she tried to call me while we were on there. <laughs> 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 All right, chat. We'll be back on Tuesday. Um, Oregon State next Yeah, Saturday. Beavers. Uh, they lost tonight. They did lose. So they did. They're we'll wounded. Wounded Beavers. But we lost tonight. We also lost tonight. And yep. there's nothing, you know, we need this win because there's nothing like licking a beaver. <sighs> Let's go, boys. All right, Jesus. <laughs>